You're listening to Her Path to Success, a podcast to empower women to pursue a career that aligns with their passions and core values. We encourage women to show up, take actions, and thrive in their own ways. If you're looking to get inspired and expand your mind, you are in the right place. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Her Path to Success. I am your host, Peggy Wu. Today's episode is released on the last day of Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. AAPI Month is to recognize Asian Americans and Pacific Islander Americans for their contributions to the history, culture, and achievements of the United States. Being an Asian American myself, I want to conclude the AAPI Month by interviewing someone who shares a similar background and devotes herself to getting our stories heard. This person is consistently putting in a lot of her time and effort into helping increasing AAPI's visibility in the mainstream. So I invited her to come to the show today to talk about her journey. Her name is Lailani Gadia, and she's the manager of Asian American Documentary Network, a national network dedicated to increasing the visibility and support of Asian Americans in the documentary field. Lailani is also a financial professional who helps people address their financial needs and set their future financial goals. She has a strong passion for supporting AAPI filmmakers. At the same time, it's her calling to educate families and individuals on financial literacy. On top of all that, Lailani is also a short film producer. Before Lailani found her passion and realized her true calling, she worked in the corporate world and thought that would be her future. Unexpectedly, she got laid off from her job due to restructuring. Losing her job was difficult, but she successfully turned a challenge into an opportunity. She now lives a life that she's passionate about, and I can't wait for you to hear her story. Let me introduce you to Lailani Gadia. Hi, everyone. Um, my name is Lailani Gadia, and I do several things in life. I'm a Filipino-American from Guam, based in Los Angeles, California. I serve as the manager of the Asian American Documentary Network, a network of over 800 documentary filmmakers and film professionals working to increase the visibility and support of Asian Americans in the documentary field. I'm also a financial professional who helps people address their financial needs and set their future financial goals while protecting their family, health, and money. I have a strong passion for supporting Asian Pacific Islander storytellers, and at the same time, it's my calling to educate families and individuals on financial literacy and empower them to thrive financially so they can get to where they want to be. And on top of all that, I'm also a short film producer. Hi, Lailani. Tell us more about how did you get to where you are? Yes. And so, you know, I was born in Southern California. You know, I grew up on the island of Guam. My dad was in the military. And, you know, I grew up there all the way till I graduated high school. And I left Guam to return to Los Angeles for college, where I graduated from Loyola Marymount University with a Bachelor's of Arts in Economics. And after college, I went on to work in the mortgage and banking industry for six years while pursuing my passions of supporting Asian Pacific Islander visibility on nights and weekends. 
And after being let go from my corporate job in 2016, I decided to leave the banking industry to pursue a career more aligned with my passions. You know, it started with being the social media coordinator for the Los Angeles Asian Pacific Film Festival, presented by Visual Communications, which is a media arts organization focusing and developing the voices of API filmmakers and media artists that I had been volunteering with since 2012. And I went on to work with other API filmmakers on their projects. And in 2018, I joined World Financial Group as a financial professional, which gave me the opportunity to educate and help families through financial literacy. Now I'm blessed to be in a position that allows me to pursue two passions where I can support myself. You mentioned being a manager for Asian American Documentary Network, and, or we call it ADOC. Tell us a little more about ADOC and what it does. Why do you enjoy working with ADOC? Yes, yeah, the Asian American Documentary Network was started by filmmakers Grace Lee and Leslie Chang in 2016, and they saw the need to bring together Asian American documentary filmmakers to advocate for visibility and diversity in documentary filmmaking. And it was actually born from a grassroots movement of Doc So White and Oscar So White. And so we currently have over 800 documentary filmmakers, storytellers, and film professionals in our network. And we build our community through the Slack platform. And I love serving as manager because I get to meet many amazing filmmakers from across the country and even internationally, some who are veteran filmmakers and those who are emerging. And I really love that I get to support and build community with filmmakers who are telling much needed stories and can definitely see some of their films like on television and public TV on the internet at film festivals. And so it's great to support uh, one of my passions of visibility. So I'm wondering, has there been any action taken by ADOC in the rise of violence against Asian Americans during the pandemic? Yes. So last year, when there was a rise in anti-Asian sentiment, we wanted to share much needed representation of our diverse communities that was missing in mainstream media. So we at ADOC produced a storytelling initiative. We released 15 micro documentaries and three personal essays titled Asian American Stories in the Time of Coronavirus on social media last May. And these stories reflect a wide range of Asian American narratives, including courageous frontline workers, vulnerable seniors, and the heartbreak of losing family to COVID-19. And these micro documentaries are two minutes long and live on our social media. And so our COVID stories actually went on to screen virtually at several film festivals during the pandemic and were part of panels and it's still currently being played. And they're available on our YouTube. And we have grown this to actually be an annual initiative just because of the response that we've received. With how well our 2020 series went, we actually launched our 2021 storytelling initiative just this May uh, called Asian American Stories of Resilience and Beyond uh, during API Heritage Month with the support of World Channel and Center for Asian American Media. That's great. We'll definitely share the micro documentary information with the listeners. So Lailani, you being a short film producer, can you tell us more about the projects you've done? 
Yes, I actually didn't know I wanted to be a film producer at first, but with my passion for API visibility, it turned into supporting storytellers and filmmakers. And in the beginning, I thought I wanted to focus on social media and marketing. But as time went on, I realized the skills I gained over the years, along with wanting to be part of projects, was a natural fit to be a producer. As a producer, you are the glue to making a project happen. You make sure the vision of the director writer comes alive while making sure you're on schedule and budget. And I really enjoyed that. And so after college, I was part of my friend's production company doing social media and marketing. I was also a production assistant on a few projects. Uh, my first real experience as a producer was in 2014, doing an Asian American 72 hour shootout uh, where you're given a topic and you have 72 hours to write, film, edit and submit a film. And through that, I learned so much under a talented director friend and that film was titled Breakfast. And as a volunteer with visual communications, I met a fellow volunteer who was a writer director. You know, and to, to this day, she's become one of my closest friends. Uh, but back then we were both on similar experience levels. I wanted to continue growing as a producer and she was looking for a producer. So I jumped on her project and that was PB&J. It's a narrative short film about a woman who refuses to share a park bench, uh, but we find out there's a story behind that that is deeper. And because she and I work well together, I continue to help produce her films, uh, House Swap, then Pure Brightness, which is a love letter to her grandma, then Dive Bar. And Dive Bar finished its film festival run recently, a screening at the LA Asian Pacific Film Festival, Seattle Asian American Film Festival, Nevada City Film Festival, and is currently playing onboard Alaska Airlines flights. And we just released it publicly on Vimeo, so check it out. And we actually just wrapped filming our latest narrative short film, As Bitter as Sweet, and now in post-production. So I'm excited to share that with folks as it's a film about motherhood. I'm also assistant producing on my first documentary feature, Third Act uh, by filmmaker Tad Nakamura about his dad, Robert Nakamura, who's referred to as the godfather of Asian American media. And so all these projects are with Asian American filmmakers and that's very intentional on my part. I want to support API filmmakers and stories because our diverse stories and perspectives need to be told. I look at all the projects I've been a part of so far and you know there's this common thread of mental health. Our mental well-being is so important. With May also being Mental Health Awareness Month, I'm a huge advocate of destigmatizing mental health, normalizing conversations about our mental well-being, and digging deeper into humanity to show that we all experience struggles. You know, listening to all those films that you produced is just so exciting. I'll be sure to leave your website information in the show notes so listeners can go there to watch your films. And now I want to switch gear to ask you about your role as a financial professional. The most important question is, why is financial literacy something you care so deeply about? Yes, uh, growing up, Money was always a huge issue in my family. I come from a middle-class immigrant family. I was a first-generation college student. And although my dad had job security serving in the US Navy, when my dad retired, he had to keep working. Um, both my parents who are currently in their retirement years 
are still working to this day. Uh, they weren't taught how money works, how to save properly, where to save your money, how taxes work. And as the oldest child, I saw my parents struggle with money. And, you know, they had credit card debt, had, you know, payment plans for many things we would buy. I couldn't always buy what I wanted. So growing up, you know, I loved reading. So I would always want to buy a book every time I went to the store. And, you know, my parents would have to say no. And also going off to college was a huge struggle financially. My parents couldn't support me. And financially, my parents couldn't afford me to go to a college away from Guam. So I took out student loans to pay what financial aid and scholarships couldn't cover. So, you know, much of our world revolves around money. Many immigrant families are, aren't taught how money works in America. If anything, we're only taught how to get into debt. And so poverty and lack of financial resources hits communities of colors the most. And as I look to the future, I don't want my future kids to be limited on what they could experience or have because of lack of money. And so even with filmmaking, projects can't move forward or don't even start because they need money. And I'll take it a step further and say that many of our choices are because there is a lack of money, whether it's to start a business, be creative, travel the world. Now, I was an economics major and worked at a bank for six years, closing and funding home loans. And I didn't really learn how money worked. You know, I had to learn everything on my own, but realized I didn't know anything. Uh, my family, you know, experienced double trauma when we've lost loved ones because of lack of financial planning. And it wasn't until I found World Financial Group that I learned so much about personal finance, attending their financial workshops on how to get out of debt, insurance, investments, estate planning, and long-term care. And I learned what I needed to know to get on track financially. And I'm happy to say that I'm on the right track to financial independence. And if anything happens to me, I have a plan in place to protect my loved ones from experiencing any financial burdens. And now that I am, I want others to feel the same peace of mind and assurance that comes with having a comprehensive financial plan in place. And that starts with financial education. Thank you for sharing your personal story with us, Lailani, and I can't agree more that financial planning is crucial. Without it, we can't maintain the lifestyle we want or we'll have to put dreams on hold. So I want to offer an observation. Producing films takes a creative mind and being a financial professional requires an un analytical mind. I'm looking at the right brain versus the left brain situation. So how do the two complement each other? Yeah, it's very interesting. And what I've come to learn is that both require both. You know, producing films is creative, but it also requires having an analytical mind because you're making sure the film gets made, you're managing the budget, you know, juggling multiple tasks and working with people. And as a financial professional, yes, an analytical mind is needed. But as I sit down and talk with families, there is a no one size fits all type plan. So I have to be creative in working with the financial needs and goals of the family I'm sitting with within their budget and circumstances to help them get to where they want to be. So my mind is constantly being stimulated and to have both a creative and analytical mind has allowed me to grow and challenge myself. That makes sense. So thinking back on what you've done so far in your career and with the cause you're so passionate about, what are you most proud of on this journey? 
I look back and I'm actually most proud of being open to invitations and opportunities, having resilience in the face of struggles externally and internally. You know, they say entrepreneurship is the greatest self-discovery journey, and it really is. I like to say I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit, and my faith is actually a huge part of my journey. And that's been a foundation that gets me through it all, you know, going on retreats and making sure I take the time to really self-reflect. And I'm naturally an optimistic and hopeful person. So I've always lived by the motto of when one door closes, another opens, or when an opportunity doesn't happen for you, it's okay, you're being prepared for bigger things. And so every day, my belief and confidence in myself grows deeper, because if it weren't for those small invitations and my willingness to be open to them, I wouldn't be where I am today. I love what you said about your belief and confidence in yourself grows deeper because of your willingness to be open. So what would be your advice for people who are looking to cultivate personal growth? Be kind to yourself. You know, we're all on our own journey. So one person's path won't be like others. You know, any progress is progress. You know, learn as much as you can from books, podcasts, you know, meeting with others, reaching out to other people. And how you feed your mind is really important. You know, what's been important for me too is surrounding myself with like-minded people who want to grow as well. You know, having goals and milestones for myself so that I can rise up to them. And an integral part of personal growth is getting comfortable being uncomfortable. You know, everything is on the other side of our comfort zone. If we don't push ourselves, how can we learn what we're capable of? Beautifully said. So last question for you. What's your definition of success? Success is being fully alive. You know, everything I do has meaning and purpose to know that I'm serving others to the best of my ability. And for me, it's also being able to retire my parents, have no debt, not have to worry about money, and most especially to give back to the API community. Thank you for being such an inspiration, Lailani. Thank you, Peggy. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. That was Lailani Gadia, my guest for the show today. Lailani is on a mission to show a true representation of the diverse Asian communities, and she's doing so through storytelling. She also lives her purpose by educating the importance of financial well-being. She puts an incredible amount of effort into creating her dream life and growing her passion. Getting let go of her corporate job didn't defeat her, but made her stronger and more resilient. I love what she said. When one door closes, another one opens. When an opportunity doesn't happen for you, it's okay. You're being prepared for bigger things. If you would like to connect with Lailani, go to her website, meetlailani.me. Lailani offers complimentary financial needs analysis, and she often provides opportunities to join free financial workshops, and she can also be booked to host workshops. ADOC, which is short for Asian American Documentary Network, launched their 2021 storytelling initiative, Asian American Stories of Resilience and Beyond. 
find these micro documentaries that are only about two to three minutes long on social media at AADOC Network. If you enjoyed today's episode or this show, please help me spread the word and subscribe and follow. Also, connect with me on Instagram or Facebook and let me know what you think of the episode. Once again, I'll leave all the info, including how to contact Lalani, in the show notes. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening and sending you so much love. Until next time. Her Path to Success is here to remind you, define success your way, not based on what someone else is doing or what others expect of you. Remember that you are worthy and you have what it takes to succeed. Thank you.